everybody. In today's episode, I'm joined by my really good friend, Fairuz Eid. She is a talented entrepreneur, nutritionist, and mother of two. Her passion for entrepreneurship helped her build WellBe, a company focused on helping people find their nutrition and sustainable, healthy lifestyle and goals. Love this company and everything she stands for. Fairuz and I first met when I was involved in a project with Netflix in the Middle East. But anyways, we had a great catch up, just like a good chat between two old friends. In this episode, we go deep on lots of things from talking about Adele's album to the enormous impact of being genuine in your social media can have in other people's lives. Uh, Fairuz is very open about topics that people don't normally talk about, and she's making everything normalized. Conversations about single motherhood, talks about divorce, therapy. She really normalizes things that I think people really want to talk about, and she does it in such a kind and loving and inspirational way. Of course, we talked about food. Can't wait to you guys hear our conversation. Let me know what stood out the most to you, because food is energy, and we should all be healing our relationship with food. Anyways, can't wait for you guys to hear the episode. Thank you, Fairuz, for being a part of this episode of Savvy Talk. Fairuz, hi! Thank you for being a guest on my podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to do this. We've never done this before. No, but I've been following you. I think before we start, let's tell people how we know each other. Yes, <laughs> and then you can introduce yourself. Great. And what do you do? Um, all right. So I'm Fairuz Ayi. <laughs> I think people think or see me as a nutritionist, but I like to um, see myself first as an entrepreneur and then a nutritionist and then I'm a mom and they go in that order. Okay. Um, I think I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always had that mindset going back like to so many things that have been happening in my life. Ever since I was like a little 10 year old, I would hustle my way into things. So that is the reason why I became a nutritionist and how I do nutrition and how I work in the wellness industry in Egypt. And that all feeds my cup of being a mother. So. <laughs> and how did we meet? How do we know each other? I think you were living in Dubai at that time. We talked for the first time on the phone. Was it Netflix or something? I was supposed to fly out there. Oh, that's right. Remember? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We, you were an influencer yes. and we wanted you to come to big, the launch of Netflix in the Middle East. And we were doing this super cool event where we basically took this old warehouse in Osercal Avenue and we turned it into every set of the famous Netflix show. So we had like a stranger things room. Yes. I remember we that. had like a crown. You were in England. Then you went into house of cards. Then you were in the get down. It was all like seventies, like roller skates and fried chicken. It was really fun. And you couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. But you came to Egypt, I remember. And at that time, I was still doing the Daily Crisp. And then we went out for dinner. And we talked. I know. Ever since then, it's just... I adore you. So, for the people... You you introduced yourself. But I'm telling you guys. Uh, entrepreneurs, first thing I think of when I think of you. Mom. And a wonderful mom to two children. I love how you are showing how you raise them. And how you nurture them. And how you give them space. And you treat them like individuals, not like little people who are just like don't know things, which I think is really good for their confidence and their well-being overall. I like the way that you let them see how you work and how you put effort into creating a home that has sage and you create a good environment for healthy, balanced meals and teaching your kids how to have smoothies and what to like and not like. And I was just commenting when you... Um, 
came in about how you took your son on a trip just by yourself just to give him mother yeah. son time and how you do that with your daughter as well so like for me i feel in you an incredible entrepreneur an inspiring woman who's telling everyone in egypt not only how to take care of yourself but like the whole being like your home take time for yourself don't just be the mother be a friend like i like seeing you go out and have fun and like you know it, it's important that people see you how you bring your whole self to to life and how you show up Thank you. and i want to talk a little bit about one of your coolest um You've you've several different companies that you started, like Daily Crisp is one, but Wellbe. Yes. How did you get the idea to start Wellbe, and tell everybody what it is? Um, well, thank you. I I feel like part of me sharing anything I do on social media is just I share my story. I don't tell people like do this or do that. Just by sharing and being genuine and and actually saying everything that we can be going through. I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. Like I'm pretty sure that. I'm not the only one who struggles when it comes to motherhood. I'm not the only one who struggles when it comes to entrepreneurship um, or even to living a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So just by sharing, and I do the same with my kids. Like one of the things that I learned about being a mom is that they probably don't listen to a lot of the things that I say, but they watch me. And this is how kids start eating salads or start, they just watch what you're doing. And then they follow. Yeah, yeah, and they just follow. If you tell them like eat salads all the time or vegetables are good for you, yeah, <laughs> but then they see you doing it every single day. They're gonna eventually be like, mom, I wanna share this with you. Can I try this? This is what my kids do. Today, this is why they, they love like eating salads and drinking smoothies and taking broccoli to school and all that. So it's just because, and I do the same with like my community on, on social media. Um, so thanks for that. I love that you're noticing <laughs> it. <laughs> all of it, all of it. Yeah, um, Wellbe is, it actually started out as the baby crisp. TDC was a content creation platform. Um, it took kind of developed into more of a production house where we create wellness content. Okay. Um, at a time where we were ahead, a little bit ahead. Way ahead. Yeah, way ahead, like maybe seven years ahead. Yeah. Uh, where no one understood what we were doing. What do you mean you're not talking about weight loss? What do you mean you're not talking about chronic diseases? Why are you in a business to tell me like um, all the things that I doesn't doesn't really matter at that mm -hmm. it didn't matter to them at that time. Um, so we were in that business for a while and then I realized that at the end of the day, after the awareness comes, like, help me live that life. All right, you've opened up, you know, my mind to um, living in a certain way, like, where do I get this food? What should I be eating? Like, give me the tools to actually live that life. So Wellbe is, um, we're in the nutrition business, however, it's the nutrition business to help you live an overall wellness like a well well a wellness lifestyle okay so we had to stop because the mosques are doing the call to prayer which by the way i love hearing it you love hearing it when i you love come hearing back it off. yeah and also like when they hear the different ones going off it's such a peaceful it is like when i was in dubai you can never hear the then never yeah like i wasn't around a mosque it's not something common but sihan of mosque I always feel like I'm home when I hear it, especially if I... You know what it does? It makes you slow down. Yeah, like, it makes you pause. Just, it makes you pause, which is good <laughs> in its own. And you don't realize how much you miss it until you come back. Yeah. So, okay, one of the things I love about what you post is like you tell stories, right? Yeah. Your captions, you make fun of yourself that they're so long, but you actually get 
to really understand what you're thinking and how you feel like you're not afraid to be vulnerable and you're like I'm sharing and I'm going to explain to people what I'm feeling right this minute. Talk to me about your personal page and how do you come up with those posts and what it's like writing those long captions and why do you do it? It's actually in the beginning I used to be made fun of from my own family and friends that like Fairuz, this is not what Instagram is for. Fairuz, like you're over, like go write an essay. Like they would really make fun of me and be like, you're not using it right. And I'm like, that's the only way I know how to be on there. If that's wrong, then I don't know any other way, you know? But I did try to listen to them, to be very honest. At some point, it's been maybe seven years or eight years. So at some point I was like, maybe I'm, I'm not growing for that reason. You know, you start to actually question yourself. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you have to tune in. And I'm someone who's very aware and I'm very tuned into who I am. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just keep doing it. And I'm not doing it to grow. I'm just doing it to connect. So even if I, a couple of people, like it makes a that. difference with them, I'm going to keep doing it. I love That's, that. I don't have any other agenda, you know, because I have my own business. So I'm just going to be myself. And it's been seven years and it's become one of the things that people follow me for. They love it. They love it. And I get DMs, Maha, I swear to God, because the things that I talk about are so intimate and so personal. That I know. A lot of women, they don't want to even comment that me too, I'm going through this. They send me DMs. Like my DM is so much more engaging, even more than my page, because a lot of women are either struggling through divorce or they're struggling uh, when it comes to being weight. a single mom or their weight or so many things that they themselves don't even feel comfortable like writing a comment. So I get messages where it's like, Fairuz, please don't stop writing what you write. It makes a huge difference in my life. It's so inspiring. Thank you. It's so inspiring. Well, see, one of the things I noticed, and I was just telling you, like, I, I've been coming in and out of Egypt after living here for such a long time, is I noticed more people are brave to have conversations and talk about things that they didn't used to talk about before, which yeah. is was really, really nice. But it's people like you who are giving them a voice and you're opening the conversation to say it's okay to talk about being a single mom. Divorce. It's, <laughs> it's okay to talk about divorce. It's okay to talk about you're having a bad day. Like those things were never things that people talked about in Egypt. So we, our culture, as you know, when something good happens, people are so scared of the evil eye. So they're like, don't share it, don't say anything. And when something bad happens, they're like, don't say it because they're gonna look at you as like a failure. If you got divorced twice, the if you go to therapy, then maybe you have certain Some problems. Issues. Yeah, like even, to be very honest, and this is something that I talked to my dad about, when I started to go to therapy five years ago, it was the first time that I ever go. And at that time, Egypt was very different than now. My my own dad was like, yeah, just don't mention to anyone that you go to therapy because he comes from a very different generation. Background. Background where it's like, you don't have to. I'm like, why? There's, there's nothing wrong. It's, it's like going to a doctor, you know? Now, when I talk about therapy, my, my dad, my mom, they're like clapping in the background because it has changed the narrative of, of how people see wellness. You know, like I'm not shy to say therapy is for everyone. You don't have to be actually going through a depression to go to therapy. You can, you don't have to be struggling in life to go to therapy. You just get to find out who you are. You get to ask yourself or answer, find the answers within mm -hmm. and develop and work on yourself. Who doesn't want to, you know, keep developing? I love the fact that going to a therapist is normalized because like if you have a chance to make your life better, why wouldn't you want to do that? Like we are that. only on this planet for so long. It's so important to like live your best life. And like if there's something bothering you, get help. Like I just really I'm so happy that 
you talk about it because I think it helps a lot of people because a lot of people look up to you. But I think it's just something that people just need to hear more of. Yes, and I think talking about it from my side, not from the professional side, because I go to a therapist as a client. I'm not a therapist talking about therapy. It opens up more other people's minds to, she's, she's, she's thriving, she's doing well, obviously, she's doing something with her life, and she, it's normal, why not? You know, so I get two questions actually asked a lot on my DM. One of them is, who's your therapist? <laughs> <laughs> Which now I'm like, I can't book with her like for like, I swear to God, like six months ahead. So I'm like, she's, listen, I need, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm telling everyone about you. Please give me at least, at least you know. Time, yeah. And the second thing is every time I post that gift that you got me, um, that you sent me for my birthday, the quotes, I get questions Maha, all the time. Where is this from? It's a simple thing, believe it or not. It's like the, I have more of those. I actually, the it's from Australia. No so way. I went to Australia. <laughs> I went to Australia with Gary V in... Uh, August of 2019 and the woman that made she gave me like a box of them and I'm like I gave one to my niece I have one I gave one to you oh my god people are crazy about that and this is something that I that I really learned it's just the simple things that make a huge difference with people like simple things so the other day you posted a video of these apples with cinnamon and oh, I was like over oatmeal and I was like I have to make that How, what's your favorite thing to eat Sweet potatoes. <laughs> sweet potatoes? Oh my God, I can have them for life. Really? Sweet potatoes. Like sweet potato fries, sweet potato no, baked. Just baked as it is, I wash it because I eat it with the skin. Batata. Batata. Just the Egyptian way of eating sweet potatoes. Okay, now I, I, I can have it for breakfast. It's actually like a very nutrient dense uh, meal. And you just add like a little bit of almond butter to give it like protein. So you have like a full meal, like carbs, energy. Really? Yeah, that's the thing about food is that I think a lot of people their relationship with food is like, how many calories is this? Or is this like fattening or, you know? Actually food is energy. Food is, it gives you energy. It gives you, we should be healing our relationship with food. What know? do you think about the future of food? Like plant-based, uh, how we're thinking about, you know, there's a lot of different types of, you know, diets like vegan diet, vegetarian. Like, what do you think of the future of food's gonna look like? I think more and more people are becoming aware, which is very important. Um, they're not just going to a dietitian now and taking like a meal plan for the week and going home to cook, like not knowing why they're, they're eating that way. So the more and more people are becoming aware, the more they're, they're going to start seeing that there's not one single diet for everyone. Plant-based can be amazing for me and it can make me, you know, it can clear my skin, it can give me energy, it can make me sleep better, so many things. But maybe for you, it's not the best way to go. So I think the future of food is people realizing that we need to stop labeling. Like, I can't say I'm vegan. I can't say, but I'm maybe 80%, you know, I love how my body functions on a vegan diet. Mm -hmm. However, the 20% is just what I, what I feel like doing. So I think if we come to a place where we realize that every single person is different, you know, there's no such thing as this is a bad meal or this is a good meal. No, there is the energy that I carry in my mind about a certain food, my body carries it. That's why when we eat a certain meal, we feel guilty afterwards, we feel mm. really bad. It's because it's the thought, like your, your thought is so negative about it, you're just going to feel heavy. So to me, I would love to see a future of food where it's like, I'm just going to see what's best for me, for my body, and I'm going to do it. One of the things I love about some of the content you post is you talk a lot about like spices. And you talk about some of the different, no, actually I learned a lot from watching like 
how you use cinnamon and like, yeah. what's the healing powers of some of these spices? How do you learn about these things? So I, I first studied um, Mascom actually in AC and then I gained weight and the whole thing of how my entire life changed after my first baby. So I decided to go back to school and I studied nutrition at the University of Alabama. Okay. And then I just, it became my career. However, I feel like a lot of things that I've learned about nutrition is just books. Books. I read so many books. I try to take so many courses. I try to take more certificates because nutrition, as everything else, is always changing, you know? Um, so I just try to stay up to date podcasts, like, you know, following things on Instagram, believe it or not. It helps a lot. So I just try to stay up to date with, like, everything. And my love for spices, to be very honest, goes back to my mom. My mom is an amazing, amazing cook. And she's always used spices in everything, you know? So it's just, it goes back to that. <laughs> I just find like there's some healing power in some of the things that you're sharing, like using natural ingredients and using old school ingredients and spices that people love. Okay, so I wanna ask you a little bit about your content and your page. Okay. So a lot of people like, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you run a business, you have employees, but you also have to do storytelling around you, what you guys do as a, as a company. How, how do you do that? And how do you think about, what's your approach to like building your brand? Um, my approach has always been, I think, consistent. It's just to stick to your vision, regardless of what it's called. If it's called the Daily Crisp, or if it's called YB, or if it's called Fairuz, or whatever business I'm in. So just sticking to that vision and telling the story. You know, that's why, for me, I've learned so much about how to actually start the business. Over the years, I learned as I, I was leading my companies. And one of the few things that has really made a huge difference is to work with people who are passionate about what you're doing and that it's so much bigger than you or them. And it's just, we're all aligned on the vision and by giving everyone the space to do what they're hired or what they're here to do, you learn from them. It's not like, let's just do this and do it my way. How do you get people to get excited about your vision? Um, actually the, the way that most of my like, um, my team, the way that we've connected is that they've been following me for a long time. They, some of them have gotten so inspired that they decided to go and study nutrition and reach out to me. Wow. Some of them, they send me all the time and I actually offer them. I'm like, are you looking for a job? <laughs> my, my favorite story about one of, um, I love that. Yeah. My favorite story is honey. She's actually, she reached, she used to send me all the time, like maybe six years ago, like tips and I'm like, you know so much about wellness. Are you looking for a job? She's like, ha, ha no. I'm like, I'm serious. She's like, I have my own business. I'm like, let's meet. Like, I really saw something in, in her. her. I'm like, let's just meet. I'm not crazy. I promise. But I, I have something, you know? And I, we met. And she was convinced. And I hired her. And she has been with me for the past, well, after, like, during COVID, we kind of had to stop. But she's been with me for the past, like, four years. And now we work on, like, project bases. And I, I just feel like, working with people who are passionate they have about to be it. passionate about it i'll tell you a story so i hired a woman on my team in july her name is laura mm -hmm. and i had posted like before i was like looking to hire somebody on my social media because everyone's like the best way to find people is through your own networks yes. and so i posted and she dm'd and she sent an email and she applied and all this kind of stuff and i interviewed her i interviewed her and she started in july of 20 what year 2021 right this year and then I had never met her in person. She lives in Las Vegas. And then I met her in person last month. And it's the first time, like, 
I met her, you know, in person, like an employee of my company who I'd never met in person. And so she came to New York, we were doing something for Gary. And she's like, um, she kind of was like a surreal moment. She's like, I've been following you for eight years. Yeah, see, that's why. Yeah, and so she knew my business, she knew my brand, she knew the company, she loves communications. She's like, you know, I've been following you for, I didn't know that. Like when I interviewed her, I didn't know that. I knew she was one of my followers, but I didn't know. She's like, I've been following you for eight years. And like, she's phenomenal. She's like an incredible woman, incredible talent. She's every pleasure to work with. Like she's unbelievable. She's, I'm like, I wish I could find 10 more of her. Like finding talent is the hardest thing. Yeah, finding Especially like in Egypt, like I worked here for many years. It was, it's frustrating. No, no, it's very frustrating. Like my turnover used to be so high in the beginning because to be honest, I had no idea how to actually like hire people or hire people or how to keep them, you know, like I, with every person that left, I learned something about what I should not be doing, (laughs) you know, and do the opposite of it. But actually finding talent is so hard, but it's been so long that I've actually struggled with that. And I feel like the law of attraction is so big on this. It's so weird, the timing, Maha, of like when someone sends me on my DM that they're asking if I actually have any like openings. It's the time that I'm actually looking, looking for, for somebody. Looking for somebody. Yes, it's, and, and that's the biggest blessing. Like I think money is so easy to make. If you put your head into something, if you learn something, if you learn a skill, if you go work, like money's the easiest thing when it comes to actually running a business. You can, you can make money. Yeah. But actually having people who work with you, a team who believes in everything that you're doing. Your vision. Your vision, that is like irreplaceable. What's the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur? Um, I think for me is, I don't know if I I should be saying that way, it's never enough. Like I feel like my dream is so big, so big, that every time I reach something that I'm like, yeah, nice. I don't give myself enough credit. And celebrate your success. Yeah. Your ambition is big. My ambition is so big and it's actually why my partnership works really well with mostly my partner. Because I've, I'm a dreamer. I'm always like, yay, let's go there. And I get so excited, so excited. He's not someone who gets excited easily. He's not someone who's overwhelmed easily. So he always grounds me. So I think, I think it's hard for me as an entrepreneur is that I'm always dreaming big. Like I'm always so like, you know, let's, let's do this. My heart is so into it. I what is something so that you're excited about next year? I'm so excited about well-being um, because we're really working on creating a better experience for our clients, for our users. So I'm so excited for what's what's to come. Um, the feedback that we get from people who try our programs, which what I was trying to tell you is that it's nutrition when it comes to how it affects your sleep, how it affects your mental well-being, how it can ease anxiety, how you can have better mood. This is the kind of nutrition that we do. So a lot of people walk into our programs where they're like, I expected nice like smoothie recipes and salads and this like has changed my life. I'm sleeping better. I have energy all day without coffee. Like it's really changing people's relationship with food. And we've been able to do that with like a very, very small MVP. So I'm so excited. Imagine like doing it right and giving them like an even better experience. So I'm super excited about that. I love how you're talking about wellness. It's not just about diet. No, that's the big mind shift. I think a lot of people don't know. It's like, oh, if you're eating well and you're exercising, but you're not getting any sleep, you're not you're not doing the whole thing. Or if you're stressed and you're not doing something to relieve your stress or to make time for yourself or sit in stillness, like 
One of the things I loved about being here is like I just sat down in my garden this morning. I couldn't hear a thing. Like that just like stillness of like no one's looking for me. Yeah, I think wellness is really giving us control in a way because nothing is controlled around you. And the only thing that you can maybe control in your day is just being tuned in. It's like, I need 20 minutes. That's me meditating. That's me listening to music or listening to something I like or dancing. Or It's just giving you control. And at the same time, it gives you connections because at, like the other day I was telling you, me and Anina and Mint, we went out to a sound healing session. That's, we connected on something that's making us better. So wellness is giving us so much that we obviously, even after, especially after like the pandemic where we need to slow down, we need to take care of ourselves in ways that, like you have to create boundaries. Like to me, wellness is actually creating boundaries where as a mom, my kids know that unless it's an emergency, I have an hour in my day where you're not even allowed to like knock on my door. I love that. And that is creating physical boundaries and mental boundaries. That is wellness, you know? So wellness is actually, it's in your thoughts, it's in your mindset. It's not in the 20 minutes of meditation that you're doing. It's to get to that and to know that you deserve this, that you don't feel guilty, that you don't need to push it. It's a priority. So good. What's your workout, your favorite type of exercise? um, I get really bored very fast, so I do a lot of things. I just go like between them. I love kickboxing. I love it. Um, It becomes like a time where it's like, I just need to get out of this, whatever I'm feeling, frustration. Pilates, I love it. I always go back to it. I'm, I'm obsessed. I love, I'm very like mellow. I'm very like, it just gives me something where it's not so intense like kickboxing. And it's, it gives you like that rush too. Um, and then I do just the regular like um, conditioning, like hit. And I've been training with my brother, so I'm kind of like always switching between the two. I love it. I've seen. I've been watching. You got me into a great Pilates studio here, so I'm gonna check it out yeah. when I'm here. All right, this is rapid fire questions with Feiruz. All right, Feiruz. First question: What is an NFT? Oh my god. All right, let me try to explain it in, I think, how most people understand. What yeah, it is. let's go. It's actually just investing in a digital, uh, like something that you buy online that's worth a lot. <laughs> Butchering this. <laughs> what does an NFT stand for? Non, um, uh, oh my God, Maha. Like, <laughs> I keep <laughs> thinking we're gonna talk about wellness. <laughs> we are. <laughs> non something. What does it stand for? Non-fungible token? Yes. <laughs> ding, 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 I'm in the car. Okay, Instagram or TikTok? Oh, Instagram. What's your hidden talent? Um, my hidden talent is, oh, that's a, that's a, why is that a hard one? Um, <laughs> Moving on, if you could spend a day with someone in someone else's shoes, who would they be and why? Who would they be? Um, Layla, <laughs> my daughter. Your daughter? Yeah, my daughter. She, I, I would love to see how she sees the world. She has confidence. She has, she's crazy. I'd love to see how she sees the world. <laughs> uh, who or what was your biggest teacher? Um, pain, struggles. That, that's been my biggest teacher. If you could instantly become an expert in something, what would that be? Uh, if I could choose to become an expert in something. Yeah. Um, to... To read people's minds like I don't know that even an that's cool yeah <laughs> so what is the one thing you're deeply grateful for right now 
so many things, um, but I would say my kids, our health, our well-being, um, everything. I'm grateful for everything and like the smallest things in my life. Everything. I'm grateful. I love that. Uh, who is your high school celebrity crush? Oh my God, um, David Beckham, and he's still my crush. David Beckham, <laughs> that's a good one. And he has not failed to like impress me at every single phase of my life. <laughs> he is pretty hot. Complete this statement. My favorite time of the day is? Sunset. <laughs> oh, you didn't even like finish that one. And why? For a moment, life just stops and it becomes like still and nothing, nothing is wrong at that time. It's just, it's, 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 I, can't, I can't describe it. Talking or texting? Texting. Texting. <laughs> Favorite TV show? Um, I would say I always go back to Friends. Really? I always go back to it. Friends is a classic. It's a classic. If you could give your teenage self a piece of advice, what would it be? Um, don't rush. Stop rushing. Everything's going to happen at the right time. Just stop rushing into everything. What was the last thing you Googled? <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday I was helping my son study and I'm always like struggling when I help him study. So it was something related to his math. Very, very boring, but yeah. What is your most used emoji? Um, the sun or a heart. Aw, I love that. <laughs> uh, favorite Egyptian food? Um, I would say my mom's uh, fish. She's from Alexandria, so she makes like a really, really amazing like fish with potatoes. And Oh my God, I'm getting hungry. Okay, because we are in Egypt, what is one thing people don't know about Egypt or one thing you want if anyone comes to Egypt that they need to see? Um, I think what really makes Egypt so special is people. Like people are so kind and very welcoming and it makes you want to come back to get this energy. Our energy is insane and it's, it's beautiful. I love that. Uh, three influencers you recommend we follow? Um, let's see, influencers, um... Or pages, like, recommend three pages you think I, I should follow on Instagram. So there's Boss Babe, I love that, like, they're always posting those, like, quotes and stuff. Um, there is, um, Melissa Woodhealth, I love her. She's, oh. um, I love her, the way that she approaches, like, uh, well-being. And I love another page, I would say, like, one of those, um, there's a business page that I always follow that just gives like really good facts and statistics. I don't remember the name, it's so bad, but. <laughs> okay, last thing, uh, favorite books. What are you reading right now? What do you recommend? I The last book I've actually read was uh, Never Split the Difference. Ooh, I think it's love brilliant. that. It's so good. Crispa. And anyone can actually read it because it can help you negotiate with your kids on like, you know, certain things, going to bed at the same time or like a business deal. So I think it's a brilliant read. It's a really good uh, book. It's about a former FBI agent yes. who teaches people. I actually listened to an audio book, um, how to negotiate anything. If you want to get anything. a raise, if you want to get out of a difficult situation, it's such a good book. I recommend it. It's a really good find. Thank you, Fairuz, for you, being Mama. with us today. Thank you for having Excited me. Excited <laughs> to see you. And uh, let's go to Pilates. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
This is a special series that I did in Egypt. We are excited to bring you a special NFT series, a special Web3 series, and of course, a very special Dubai series. Anyways, all's good in the world. Hope you guys are great, staying healthy and safe, and uh, thanks for listening.